Peace and Scholars, Alex Alonso posted up with FG, here to bring you guys another banger, and it's America's birthday this week, FG. Anything special going on? No, nothing at all. You know, another day like the other one, another one like the other one, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so shit ain't nothing special about it, you know what I mean? So, uh, but it's all good. How about yeah, you? I wasn't, so, I, yeah, I didn't do nothing, man. I'm just posted up with the family, with the wife specifically. My kids is out of town. They enjoying a uh, vacation and uh, we just uh, chilling here at home. And uh, I was a little surprised. Boosie said he never even knew what July 4th meant. He just knew it was a holiday. <laughs> no, nah, no doubt. There may be a whole lot of other people that that's the same way. All they do is, is barbecue and, and drinks. You know what I mean? You know, so, hey, you know what it is. They yeah, call man. it they call it one thing, but in actuality is is is, you know, um a lot of people disagree with the holiday period. So like I say, you know, just another day for me. Because we sure wasn't independent on that no, day. <laughs> no doubt, homie. So, you know, like I say, man, you know, uh some people may feel one way about it, but at the end in reality for us, man, you know, wasn't nothing independent about us, you know what I mean? So you know, yeah. but you know, our idea is you give people a chance to get off work and, and, and you know, and eat and drink. They'll take that. Yeah, I think it, it was at least another hundred years, almost another hundred years before they emancipated the slaves. And even that wasn't uh, we we still wasn't really free after that. So, right. Damn right. We wasn't. But, you know, hey, we got to come up with our own uh a holiday for for non-white folks uh i don't even know if we free now you know? no no doubt you know and uh and uh or start celebrating the juneteenth more you know what i mean really get into it you know but at the same time they not even recognize it even though they they, they labeled it as a, a federal holiday jobs and stuff like that not recognizing it you know they like you know just just you know like it's another day for them but it's supposed to be a federal holiday well, I don't I don't believe we're free when when our sisters have to get on stage and, and twerk and shake that ass to make some money. I know some people find it entertaining, but that uh leads me to the first topic, man. And uh and, you know, NDRE try to keep it real. I don't know if she's gonna get some backlash, but she criticized uh, Janelle Monet and Megan the Stallion for, you know, just being freaky up on the stage, man. I, I, I'm a little I'm, I'm a little sensitive to it. I, I don't think you are so much. What's your whole position on that? Well, see, my whole uh, take on it was I had to go back and list, look at or or do my due diligence on what the Essence Festival is really about. You know what I mean? I didn't find nothing offensive to it, but what I do find offensive is it's, it's places to do stuff and it's, it's places not to do stuff. So at the moment when I saw it, I couldn't determine if the Essence Festival was a place to do it or not because I didn't really know the Essence history on what they values was or what their core values was or what they believed in and what actually showed. Come to find out, it's supposed to be, you know, a black excellence. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, you have to understand that, you know, the people that's 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 50 and, 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 and 60 and 45 now, you know, we do shit different from the people that's 25, you know, and even though we at my age, you know, like to criticize the young people for doing what they do all the way around, Alex, they just not going to do shit like we did it or how we expect them to do it. You know what I mean? So with, with me saying all that is, you know, um, definitely can't knock Janelle Monet. She just was based. She wasn't twerking. She was just, you know, aiding the bed and, you know, clapping and, you know, but at the same time, man, you know, 
uh, the crowd be when you do have a crowd of people that want to see that shit. So, I mean, you know, um, I can't sit here and, and, and denounce her or say, you know, she did something wrong. But at the same time, you know, I do believe that it is a time and place for everything. Well, I understand Megan Thee Stallion's pretty much whole career is, is based and built off of uh, her being very sexual and, and showing that freak side. Now, Janelle Monae, I've been following this chick for over a decade, and she used to be very reserved. No but doubt, no doubt. Last several months, she's been getting a little bit more sexual. She even, uh, I think she went topless at some public event one day or, or took her shirt off or I was like, wow, I didn't even know. I never even knew what Janelle Monae's body looked like because she dressed so conservative and right. she didn't. But yeah, she she's I think she's going the route like, hey, this is this is probably better for my career. <laughs> no, no doubt. Listen, listen, Alice, at the end of the day, man, these people are trying to sell records, you know what I mean? And then when they see um, Megan Thee Stallion come through shaking that ass, selling a whole bunch of records along with Lotto and the rest of them that's doing a whole lot of freaky shit because, you know. The, the 50 year olds aren't buying Megan Thee Stallion albums. It's the 30 and under who's really going out there. I'm talking about 15 to 30 is really who's supporting, you know, these new general people. And they buying a whole lot of them or downloading a whole lot of these records opposed to Indian Irie put a song out right now. It's only so many of us going to go buy an album. You know what I mean? You know, the rest of us going to look at it on YouTube a few times and that's going to be that. So when you talk about the business side of it and you talk about the reality side of it, sometimes these artists do got to go do a little things more raunchier because this is what the crowd want nowadays. If you listen to the, even the rap lyrics of female rappers, you would have never heard some of the stuff to come out of Megan's mouth, come out of MC Light mouth, bro. You know what I mean? Not not in a million years. But at the same time, you know, Lil' Kim set the tone. Her and Foxy Brown, them, that shit took off. And now these women are making, selling millions and millions of records and making millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, if you go look at, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj pockets and you go look at, you know, MC Light pockets, it is different. And I do think it's to the, you know, them catering to what the young crowd want to hear. So, um, but on the flip side, us being, you know, 50, you know, year old men, you know, we do look at it different. We do look at the conservativeness. We do want to see some wholesome shit, you know what I mean, at these essence festivals and things of that nature, because that's what they were built on. So um, that's my take on it. Well, you know, we've always had the little Kims, we've always had the Trinas, we always had the Adina Howards, but at least we had other options to choose from. Today, every single female, even the cute little one that I like, Ice Spice, they all in the same genre. They're all on yeah. that freaky sexual. How many female rappers that are, you know, in the top 10 aren't in that genre? I can't think of any. Yeah, I was going to say probably none, you know, um, but that's what the culture has come to, you know, and, and and it's not just with female rappers. It's in totality of the young generation, you know, um, who's who's to blame for the turn uh, for the turnaround. Is there to somebody to blame for the turnaround? You know, but unfortunately, you know, like you say, man, you know, uh, um, nowadays, man, if they ain't talking about deep throwing some shit. You know, these dudes don't want to hear it, you know. Well, let me read a couple of quotes uh, from NDRE. Uh, she said that uh, the issue is is what is context? Humanity does everything, but does everything belong in a stage? No. Is everything for kids? No. Is everything for everybody? No. So when we see a culture make something like this mainstream, it shows a lack of discretion and discernment. 
And for those who don't know, NDRE is 47. She's almost in that 50-year-old category. So do you think this is a reflection of the age she's at or or is just just her whole, this is who she is because she, she's always been like this. Even when she was t- 20 years ago, she was like this. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, I, f- I felt a sense of, I ain't going to use the word hate, but I think she used the wrong term when she said, you know, this don't belong in the mainstream. No, I belong in the mainstream if this is what the mainstream is ready to accept. She don't belong in the mainstream no more if the mainstream say we don't want no more India Irie. So you can't say you can't speak for the mainstream. You know what I mean? So I think that that was the only um, issue I had with, with what she said that to say this don't belong in the mainstream. Man, you got white folks out there. You got old white women on, on YouTube and, and, and TikTok twerking and doing certain things. You know, tides are turning. You know what I mean? So when you say the mainstream, you mean that these people, whatever they doing, whether it's rapping, twerking, stripping, whatever is doing, whatever they doing, don't belong. And they should still be in the back room somewhere. They should still be in a private party somewhere that don't allow them to monetize their talent as they should. So I, I, I get what Indy Irie saying. But when she said they, it don't belong in the mainstream, if this what the mainstream is 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 buying, then it belongs there, Alice. That you know now, if she was said it don't belong at the essence because of the history of the essence, this hat wasn't what it was. Um, don't forget the essence awards. The one posted this on their Instagram, you know. So essence must don't mind because they don't want the 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 Instagram post that I saw was from Essence. So um, that's all I'm saying. I do respect Indy Irie. I love her music. She is old school like us. And um, and um, and times are changing, man. And just, you know, the mainstream itself is changing. So. Well, she must have expected uh, people like you to say that she might be hating because she also continued to say is I love Janelle and I love Meg. The way I love all us all, and I don't like this movement. Don't bother debating me. I don't care, and I do this for 25 years. I've done this, so read, ponder, or don't. And I'm gonna have to say, I I, I somewhat agree with her. I, I think the mainstream is supposed to be family friendly. I think the mainstream is supposed to be for all people. And are we saying, FG, that twerking on stage and and having a thong on and shaking those ass cheeks is for everybody to watch now? I don't believe that, you know, but at the same time, Alex, you still got South Park on TV. You still got Family Guy. You still got some some shows that 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 they ain't twerking, but they be saying some shit, homie, that's definitely, you know, uh, um, raunchy and, and, and shouldn't be in the mainstream as well. So it's a long list of shit if we was going to just go with them shaking their ass that we would put into that, you know, bundle into that list. You know, don't get me wrong. Also, I did read some of the comments from the... Uh, essence video and it was a lot of women disappointed in essence for you know uh, having these type of artists at the essence you know what i mean so um essence get to choose i believe who who comes and performs you know i don't know if this was at a side show they were just there at a side club or was this the main stage at essence but you know a lot of people criticize essence because you know it it, it, it was always a classy venue you know with the with the erica badus and the you know uh, lauren hills and things of that nature and people loved it you know but if the numbers start dwindling when the Eric Badu's and the and 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 the Lauren Hills was performing and start spiking, when you start putting Megan on stage and other things, then Alex, you know how this go as far as the 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 the, the finance part, the money part of it, they gonna go where the money is. You know how I go now. Now morally, I get what you're saying. Ass cheek shouldn't be on uh, uh, mainstream TV and just like we they shouldn't be saying bitch on a regular radio like they can do now and get away with it. You know as well as is 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 
nigga on the radio. And, and no, those things aren't for mainstream, you know, but unfortunately, this is what it's come to. Well, you know, the family guy was definitely a little raunchy. Um, or was it, was it, what did you, what was show did you do on quote earlier? I'm sorry, South Park. That South, South Park, Park show was, yeah. was, was wild. But but we had other choices. We didn't have to, to, to stick to South Park. Whereas now, if I want to listen to a sister rap, there is no way I can get through any right, female's right. album without some bullshit. So now we're saying that, for example, pornography gets more views, gets more eyeballs, gets more, um, more attention than non-pornography. Uh, are we going to say at some point porn is going to be part of the mainstream? form of entertainment that are is going to be on all our platforms in the future no um I, maybe not but it's but tv is starting sure starting to get skimpier and skimpier on the outfits you know and, and i don't know if you watch porn now that you probably don't but i do they get millions and millions of views so um somebody's watching <laughs> you know so, so so my my point is it could eventually not fully make its way to the mainstream but at the same time that by by way of twerking and by way of you know Janelle Monet having her her breasts out somewhere is 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 slowly working its way into it, you bro, and that's how it go, you know. But it'll never fully be there. But I, I'm agreeing with you on 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 the aspect of what it should be. I'm just understanding the fact of what it is. You feel me? Well, if we stay on this trajectory, what I'm saying about porn is: Are we going to see porn on Netflix? We'll be able to get it on Apple TV. Are we going to be able to go on Hulu and watch porn? Because right now, if you want your porn, you got to go into, <laughs> into the non-mainstream right, platform. Right, right, right. No, you're right. You're 100 right. But yeah, and unfortunately, I, uh, yeah. I know how popular <laughs> I know how popular porn is, but I, I hope we don't make that shit mainstream. Because if if I'm getting porn on my Netflix, I'm just going to I'm going to um, unsubscribe from. from right. Netflix. Right. No, I got you. I got you. All right. Um, well, this you know what? This ties into um, another sort of uh, music hip hop topic. And it's uh, Ice-T and KRS-One were, were recently quoted as saying that the, the, the current state, they're not really happy with the current state of hip hop. It's time for this generation to get a hold of itself. Um, I was wondering if you tapped in with with a couple of those articles. I wasn't able to find any clips, but I read a couple articles where they quoted both Ice-T and KRS-One about the current state of hip hop. Yeah, I did the same thing. I seen uh, look a few separate clips on, you know, what they each said. You know, they each had their opinion. They had some they had some good, 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 good points as well. You know, so I did see it. Yeah. Is this a matter also of uh, 50, 50 plus year old guys complaining because uh, they're too old now? Uh, um, to a point it is. But this is the thing about it. I'm not going to say complaining. I'm going to say pointing out the fact of, of of just like the OGs in the in the hood. You know, they're going to point out the fact of what it was when they started it, you know, and and seem like they can't understand what it has become, you know, um, I just come to the realization that a 50 year old man and a 25 year old man or a 23 year old man just not going to have the same ideology. You know, um, um, I was around when hip hop started and I'm around today. So I get, you know, just like these do. So I get to see the transition, you know, but uh, but, uh, you know, just like everything else, Alice, it, it goes the way it goes. Well, you know, one of uh, Ice-T's main quotes was that. When they were rapping in the 80s, the whole goal 
was even though they were hood, the whole goal was to kind of like make our money and then leave the hood and, and get out of the hood and and strive to be above the hood. He says, today, these rappers are doing the opposite. They're getting the money. They're getting a million dollars and they're going even more hood. And I think that's a legitimate complaint. No, no doubt. It's definitely a legitimate complaint because, you know, now you realizing that it ain't the money. Now you realizing that, you know what I mean? You know, it's a lot of people who, you know, if you, if they just was to inherit a certain amount of money, some shit just wouldn't change. You know what I mean? Throwing picnics in the hood at the park probably for the, wouldn't change. No matter how much money they had, they they want to keep it, you know, in, in their roots and then they in, in what they really feel about it. You know, I, I sometimes feel, you know, that when a person gets a certain amount of money and they leave and just never come back or never um help out a brother that's from where they came from or things of that nature i, I believe their heart was never in it you know they they just they just did it to survive or was around just for protection or to survive and uh and once they was able to figure out a way they left and they never came back they never came back to and like i said you don't owe nobody nothing as far as financially you know but have you ever come back to talk to a little homie about getting out the hood have you ever came help somebody get a job or give somebody a job at your corporation because you the boss now you know, the dudes who just pack up to me and leave and never come back, never didn't have that shit in their heart in the first place, which is nothing wrong with that. It's just that's what it shows me. Now, as far as Ice-T uh, Ice and uh, KRS-One, you, they was, you know, KRS-One come from the Bronx where it started. So they vision when it started. They never vision, you know, the average rapper dude can go out and amass a million dollars over damn near overnight. That wasn't their vision. You know, they had a different vision. You know, uh, rap went cor corporate, you know, uh, uh, a lot of money came with it. At the same time, they didn't get that rap money like these dudes is getting now. So that could be also a way, they, a reason they feel a certain way. Well, I know that Ice-T has been able to parlay his career into a television uh, acting career and a movie career as well. Uh, I guess he's been somewhat successful outside of rap. But there was a um, let me let me read this quote from from the article. And this this also is related to the Essence Festival. This is where they they gave their uh, interview where Ice T said, "Look, my generation, we lost Tupac, we lost Biggie, and we got the memo. Everybody, calm down. We all figured this out." We were rapping to get out of the streets. But the youngsters who are out here behaving like that, these kids are millionaires. So I don't know how many young people got to get lost. I don't know which one might trigger that message. But I think it's time for this generation to get a hold of itself. And, you know, one in th interesting thing about that, after, after Pac and Biggie was killed, everyone on the West Coast was scared to go to the East Coast and everyone on the East Coast was scared to go to the West Coast because they didn't want to get killed. And it was probably the most peaceful period in hip hop that followed it. But nowadays, any rapper can get killed today and it doesn't really change much tomorrow. It is bizarre. And I have to agree with Ice-T 100% on that. Well, you know, he, he he got a point there, you know, but you just have to understand when, when, when KRS and them came out rapping, you know, they were battle rapping, they was hip hop, you know, um, they disrespect and they raps was a metaphor about how good of a rapper you wasn't. You know what I mean? Nowadays, little dudes are literally talking about, you know, murdering the ops. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's, it's just become so different. It allowed, you know, gang banging on wax, you know, to translate into real life, you know, and, and a lot of these dudes who come up. It, um, in in today's era, come up with a mind state. You know, KRS One and then they had they was the originator, so they had they, you know, they own mind state about where it was. You know, um, 
not getting, you know, poverty and things of that nature. Now these dudes out here now, they, they just want to shine. They just want to floss because of that mainstream puts that out there that that's the cool thing to do. Drive a Bentley, you know, have a Rolex. You know, this is what they desire. You know what I mean? Only few of them desire to go buy up some property and lock down some apartment units and do certain things with their money, you know, um, because of the mindset that they have, they're balling and, 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 and being in the limelight to them is more important than, you know, having a savings, you know? Yeah. It just, it seems like, uh, it's kind of hard to predict where hip hop is going to go in the next five years, but it doesn't look like it's going anywhere positive. Uh, it's going to take something significant. I mean, when, when Tupac and Biggie got killed six months from apart from each other, uh, I saw a major change in the way that, uh, people respected each other from the East Coast to the West Coast. I remember Snoop Dogg was reaching out to the East Coast and rappers from the East Coast like Mob Deep and um, and Nas was reaching out to the West Coast and and just trying to just just take this culture to the next level peacefully. But that don't even seem like it's a goal nowadays. Even we just saw PNB Rock got killed. Uh, Pop Smoke from New York came to L.A. got killed. It doesn't seem to trigger any sort of movement into another direction i feel like hip-hop has no leadership no i i, I agree with you um a hundred percent but at the same time alex we have to understand that we could in a generation right now where ain't no leaders you know or let me back up you have leaders it ain't no followers you know what i mean because everybody in their mind is a boss now you know everybody in their mind is a general now you know everybody in their mind don't understand the the pecking order you know what i mean because they didn't grow up in a uh, a structure you know what i mean and when i say the structure when you grew up in the bronx homie it was a structure in the bronx you know it was a structure in in, in philly you know what i mean it was a structure in compton L.A., Watts, Linwood, Long Beach. It was a structure. And the structure was that when you mess up in the hood, you was going to have to answer that because we can come knock on your mama door and tell you to meet us around at the park. You know what I mean? So it was the same way coming up with rappers. You in the Bronx and you in the crew and you say something disrespectful to somebody from another a, a borough or something. The homies in the Bronx finna come holler at you because they could just come right to your your projects and, 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 and get at you. Nowadays, Alex, with these rappers, you know, along with these gang members, they they how can I say they tell up they 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 can do it from their basement. You know what I mean? You know, uh, they not in the street actually actually battle rapping. They in their basement making diss songs. They 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 from a gang that they can't name four or five streets from. You know, that allows them to be disrespectful. That allows them to not have to answer to you know, the, the pecking order, answer to the big homies or answer to the structure. So that's why this, it, it, it is how it is today. Do I believe that uh, the murder rap is going to die out? I do. I believe uh, conscious rap is going to come back at some point, man, to where, you know, um, you know, the, the the murder rap, just like a whole lot of, you know, gangster rap, it died out. The South came and, and got it. You know, the West Coast had it. The South came and got it. You know, the East had it. The Midwest, you know, I believe it's going to come a point to where conscious rap is going to come back, man, and start making dudes really, you know, start focusing on black, you know. And, and I don't know what it's going to take, but I do believe that uh, that structure going to come around. Do you think Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole could come bring people together and say, man, this is not the direct the trajectory that we supposed to have hip hop on or are they too young? Can can an Ice-T and a KRS-One uh, bring a lot of the younger generation together or are they too old? Like, like what, what is the, the path to to move this culture in the right direction? 
Well, I mean, you got to look at it right now from even, you know, you talking about entertainers. You talking about, you know, Ice-T, you know, don't get me wrong. He was originally from the streets along with KRS-One, originally from the Bronx, you know, but they are so far removed from it. You know what I mean? So when you even break it down, when you go Kendrick Lamar, let me tell you, man, I never hear a Kendrick Lamar song on the radio ever. You know what I mean? I don't even know where to go get Kendrick Lamar music. I don't like I don't even hear when it come out to go try to listen to a song. That's how I moved away he is from like the 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 media that they the the media they gonna put out Polo G and you know uh, uh Nipsey and you know the negative shit you know because don't forget white society is pushing that as well Alex it's an agenda you know for 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 the, the the gangster shit to get pushed like it do and the Kendrick Lamar don't now when you go to the Grammys that's when you're gonna see Kendrick Lamar because he didn't said some shit that went over everybody's head and nobody even was able to listen to because it was positive now on the flip side let's take me and you. I mean, Alex, we actually actively be in the streets. You know, we be at picnics. We be at functions. You know, where OG homies at, where little homies there. You know, we get a chance to really talk to the young homies and to the to the older dudes. And as you can see, it's a disconnect because the older homies see things in the way they saw things. The new homies are saying, well, nah, homie, these dudes is coming over here shooting at us every day. What we supposed to do, hold our white flags or talk peace when we get in shot. So it's a difference in ideology. It's going to have to be some kind of something that comes along and grasps the mind of the young dudes, you know, the young people to try to change their mindset on, you know, black is black or, you know what I mean? You know, uh, um, you know, the, the violence need to be stopped in some kind of way, you know. So that's that's what I believe. I don't know what it's going to take, but I, I just believe some going to come through and wake us up, whether it's the Kendrick, whether it's rap, whether it might not even be from rap, you know, but I hope some come through and, 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 and get a hold of it. Yeah, you mentioned the Grammys. Um, a lot of the times when they do the Grammys and you hear all the artists that are presented Half the time you're like, man, I never even heard of this dude. In fact, there's there's a dude that won a Grammy over Chris Brown, and Chris Brown went to Twitter saying, "How did I lose this Grammy to this dude I ain't never heard of?" But it right. turned out the dude was talented, the dude was skillful, and 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 maybe maybe they're promoting a lot of the the raunchy stuff and all of the skillful, talented artists like the Kendricks and like the guy that. Um, Chris Brown lost to. I don't even know the guy's name that Chris Brown lost to, but maybe they sticking them in the back somewhere so we don't get to see their um hear their music and 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 start thinking differently about these artists who are, I don't know, conscious artists will say. Right. Rather than, are they pushing these other artists on us? Are they forcing this on us? Is that what it is? Is there's a is there a conspiracy to say we're gonna take all this uh I don't know, this, this very devilish demonic music and we're going to put it front and center and all that other good shit, we're just going to put it in the back and they're going to have to find it on their own. Hey, haven't they been doing that for uh, hundreds of years, Alex? You know, like you say, they they going to put it on the, uh, put it in the book. You know, they're going to put it in the back. They're going to put it in the, hell yeah, it's a conspiracy and they're going to push this mainstream and they're going to push this bullshit. Well, I ain't going to even call it bullshit because I listen to it too. We're going to call it the drill music. You know what I mean? The drill music, they're going to push it, Alex. They're going to make these young gangbangers millionaires because they know what young gangbangers do with money. You know, they're going to buy guns from the hood. They're going to, you know, the 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 the, the gang problem going to turn up because of the money. You know, if you go back, because I come from the 80s, bro. You know what I mean? Well, everybody was broke. You know, it was only a few dudes with money. Before the guns and pistols, when dudes, wasn't no ARs out there. Wasn't no, I become, before the nine millimeters was on the street. When dudes had 32s and 38s and only one or two homies had them. 
You know what I mean? The rest of the, you was fighting. You know what I mean? Getting bottles and sticks and knives. Wasn't nobody just, you know, I, I remember those days. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, basically without the money, it was more love. It was more, when that money came, the hatred came, the more people able to fund uh, street wars. And, and, and these people know that. So at the same time, man, they're going to get a right or the wrong per, you know, I, you know, they're gonna get a right wrong person for them some a bunch of money and know what they're gonna do with. It. So yeah, they pushing the conscious shit to the back. Hey, I remember I asked somebody for a strap one day in the eighties, and he said, "All right, I'll get you a strap." He brought me a strap that shot two bullets. <laughs> I said, "What the hell am I supposed to do yeah, with this?" Guy? Yeah, yeah, you heard that, yeah. That two shot little pistol. <laughs> nah, no doubt, no doubt. I told the homie the same thing, man. I need a heat. He, he brought me a thirty-eight with some tape on the handle, but you had to hold it to the side because the 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 the, the bullet the, the 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 revolver part would just fall out. It just fall. You had to hold it to the side, you know. And 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 that's what I'm talking about. But so nowadays. Man, you know, you got rap artists with millions of dollars. You know, they can fuel a war, they can fuel ammo, they can buy a box of ARs for their homies, you know, and, and these people know that, you know what I mean? So um at the end of the day, man, it's gonna take us to to to, to get it right. Now, back to the ice tea, the rap thing and all that. I, mm -hmm. I do believe rap is gonna come around, man, to people gonna get tired of the murder, 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 the drill, drill, drill. And you're gonna have to once again say something in your rap songs to 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 get by. Yeah, man, it's hard for me to really vibe with any any of the current rappers, but I, I do. I, I like J Rock. Uh, you know, J Rock is hit a gangster rap, but when you listen to some of the stuff he's saying, it, you know, I could I could respect where he's coming from with the music. Um, you know, I listen to to all the J Cole. Uh, I like this one uh, singer named um, Six Black, but man, um, ain't too many ain't too many of these musicians. Uh, like I like I like Ice Spice. But now she she seems like she's going the Nicki Minaj, the Megan the Stallion route. She's going full throttle on it. So I was a little disappointed when I seen she her. She wants uh, some money, yeah. Look, she she wants some money, man. And she, she don't know, even you need know to do that. Man, you know. She hey, don't even hey, need man. to do that. Yeah, I feel you, but you know, they want that bread, man, you know, and uh and uh so, you know, at the end of the day, man, a lot of these artists is gonna they gonna do what they do to get the some of them I believe in a whole lot of different ways. It's a lot of drug dealers didn't want to sell drugs, they just wanted some money. You know what I mean? It's a lot of bank robbers didn't want to rob a bank, but they wanted some money. You know, a lot of these people, this stuff ain't in their heart, Alice. They 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 wanna they wanna get the dollar. You know what I mean? So um Ice Spice could be just, you know, one of them. She could keep going in the way she been going, but, you know, she going to flip it a little bit, grab an extra audience, grab it. Because I'm just starting to hear of her again. I hadn't even, I ain't heard of Ice Spice and, and hadn't heard of her. Now, she, I'm, everything I'm turning to, I'm seeing Ice Spice, Ice Spice. Ice, so, you know, whatever she's doing is working because she now in the media more than, more than, for me, more than I've ever seen her. Yeah, I mean, it, it, she what was working was that she was cute and she had a catchy tune and that's all she got to do is find a catchy tune and look cute. Now she's shaking her ass and, um, you know, it looks like she's going that route with uh, Cardi B and uh, all the rest of them. She's going the stripper route. At least Cardi B was really a stripper. You know, she came from that world. You you got it was real when it was coming from Cardi B. But now these young girls are like, OK, this is what I got to do to structure myself as a successful artist. And um, it, it's it's disappointing, man. No, nah, no doubt, bro. But hey, you know, it's here, you know, um, 
you know, like I say, it's here, bro. So, you know, we're going to watch the wave, see what it come, 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 up, come out of it. You know, uh, one thing about it is more or less like uh, they can't shake their ass forever. So I guess they're going to grab the money while they can. And by the time that ass shaking is over for them, they got enough money to, you know, go live their lives and take care of their families and stuff. Yeah. And then 20 years from now, they're going to they're going to be saying, yeah, I probably shouldn't have did that. It probably wasn't <laughs> Once they got their kids and the family. Um, but hey, uh, Lil' Kim ain't never, <laughs> she ain't never changed. Huh? She's what, 50, she's probably 50 something years old. Hey, hey, that's one of my favorites too, but she keep a gangster. I'm from that era, you know what I mean? So that's another thing uh, about music. Um, I, yeah, I don't like some of the new music because I'm old. I like that 90s, you know, gangster rap, you know what I mean? Along with the conscious stuff that they did back then. I can go both ways. But uh, like I said, you know, us getting older, you know, I'm not going to like the same thing as my 20 year old son. Like, you know, he's a big, huge, he's a huge uh, uh, NBA young boy fan. And I just don't see what he like. But she, he, hey, he, hey, he know every lyric. That's his thing. You know, he that's what he like. You know, so, hey, what can we say, Alex? I know, man. Hey, it is what it is. Hey, you know what I did was uh, I exposed one of my sons was really into hip hop, really into rap. My youngest son loved rap. So I noticed this. So when he was young, I used to put him on these different albums. I put him on the Rakim album. I put mm-hmm. him on. The, I put him on the Illmatic Nas '93 album. You know, I threw that '87 uh, Paid in Full album. Mm-hmm. And before before I knew it, my youngest son was like 12, 13 years old, only listening to '80s hip hop. Mm-hmm. I was like, he really, he really, he could understand. And see the origins of where hip hop came from, mm-hmm. and appreciate appreciate listening to an album from from 1987 like EPMD or yeah, Rock. Yeah. So I love uh, all them dudes. Yeah, I think most of the kids nowadays they don't even go back and listen to some of the stuff from the 80s, the 90s, and then catch you know catch up to what it is now. They just go straight to what it is now. They don't go back to the past. Right. Even when I was young, we listened to. Uh, we listened to Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye was no before doubt. my time. Man, way, exactly, but we but still knew, listen to it. Yeah. yeah, we still listen to Marvin Gaye. James yeah. Brown was before my time. We still listen to Temptation, James Brown. Dramatics, all them dudes. Yeah, and we, but we yeah. still got an ear for that when we hear it, man, you know. But I don't think they're doing that nowadays. Even listening to 90s music, I don't really hear a lot of young people doing. But all right. Let's uh let's get on because we could talk about it. We could talk yeah, about this. Yeah, we do that the all day. Yeah. What we got next? Um, hey, I wanted to talk about something that's closer to uh, to your world, man, the motorcycle world, man. But this is mm-hmm. a story, a story out in Texas, man. Um, hey, this motorcycle stuff here in L.A. is always unpredictable. I remember the homegirl told me she was at this motorcycle spot on Broadway and mm-hmm. uh, somebody got to running up in there and they got to blasting and she got hit. She got hit just sitting in the motorcycle spot. And um mm-hmm. It can get dangerous up in these uh around this motorcycle shit. I know we don't want to we want to say that you know most of these brothers is is not about that, but let me share this um uh, this this headline here of what happened out in I think it was uh Texas and the headline reads Outcast. Oops, I shared the wrong one. This story reads motorcycle. Violent Georgia motorcycle gang. See, I don't like the heading already because I guarantee you most of the time this group ain't violent. It just they ended up getting into something at some point. But violent Georgia motorcycle gang operates near military bases, recruits military personnel. This is a story from this week um, out in um, a, a group called the Outcast Motorcycle Club 
which claims to have 67 chapters uh, nationwide, founded in 1967 in Detroit. Uh, a whole bunch of these guys got presented now uh, got arrested. Now, here's one. Here's my question. They're considered one percenters. So I guess the one percenters are, quote unquote, like the gangsters of the motorcycle crew. But where most motorcycle crews don't consider themselves one percenters. Is right. That, that's basically that what it is. Ninety nine percent of the, when they can go to one percent is ninety nine percent or or, you know, uh, law abiding, you know, going by the motorcycle association rules. You know, the one percenters is the ones who they're not going by none of those rules. They're going to do what they're going to do. OK, so so that that's this group here, the outcasts, the outcasts, outcast motorcycle crew. Um, they're considered one percenters. So mm-hmm. I guess I guess uh, this this would not be unusual from a one percenter motorcycle crew well not at all but just the difference with these guys are you know when you talk about la you talk about a lot of ex-gang members and a lot of drug you know ex-drug dealers and things of that nature not all but you know you that's what you think of you know these crews these dudes are ex-military you know and uh so they had a a, i read this article or read another article on it they actually showed some of the guys who were uh involved in this 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 club right here you know you had ex-sergeants ex-ex uh um a lot of military dudes with a lot of dudes been over to iraq and afghanistan a lot of dudes that had you know tactical awareness you know uh, uh um within the military that's in the in this club that this particular one in georgia so um I didn't know that they were one percenters, but at the same time, man, you know, it, it now the stories are starting to add up by what's going on with these dudes. Yeah, I got a clip here I want to play because uh, apparently a bunch of these guys got arrested out in Georgia and uh, there was a shooting and it, it was pretty serious. Uh, here's the clip. Allen begins with two people dead and a dozen facing charges after a shooting in Augusta. It happened just before 8 o'clock Saturday night on Sandbar Ferry Road. Investigators say 30-year-old Keith Coates and 51-year-old Jermaine Farrell. Star got a glitch in the, in the clip, but basically there was a shootout in Augusta, Georgia that's connected to this same motorcycle crew, and the police done arrested a whole bunch of these dudes. And, you know, my question is, it's sometimes the non one percenters, at least here in L.A., I've heard it a few times, they get into it as well. And I don't know if it's motorcycle crew versus motorcycle crew or it's just a, uh, one guy against another guy in a personal dispute, you know, sort of like the gang world. Sometimes it's uh, we, we want to avoid the set tripping because it's between two dudes. But then sometimes the set tripping is inevitable. It's going to turn out to be gang A versus gang B. Is it similar in this motorcycle world? No, no doubt. You know, you got to really understand that a lot of the guys that's in the, in the motorcycle world are, like I say, from the street. Not all, but but a lot. You know what I mean? So a lot of the dudes are like myself then got mature enough to, like you said, you ain't out gangbanging or nothing like that. You, you know, certain parks you ain't trying to be at at night or certain functions where gang members frequent, you, you're not trying to be there. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, the ideology was like more or less like if you could afford a Harley Davidson or, you know, a nice bike, um, then you was mature enough. You had responsibilities that when you, you know, ride in a motorcycle click or hook up with a motorcycle club that it's on some mature shit. Unfortunately, you know, like I had to tell a young cat, you know, uh, recently, you know, at a motorcycle club, you know, because he referred to, you know, me and a couple dudes as 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 some old cats, you know, um, you know, I had to remind him that, you know what I mean? I, I asked him a question. I said, man, when was the murder rate at all time high in Compton? 
He was like, that would be the, you know, early 90s. You know what I mean? I said, that's when I came up. You know, that's when we came up. You know what I mean? You know, that was our era. So don't forget who you're talking to, bro. It ain't like dudes forgot how to fight or forgot how to be rowdy. That ain't what we choose to do. Unfortunately, though, you know, uh, you have a mixture of so many gang members out on the set. Sometimes you run into a dude that, you know, killed one of your homies or something. You just can't accept it. And that's when the bullshit start. Or, you know, a lot of the times it's over these females, you know, dudes fucking with the same female, you know, dudes don't know how to hold their feelings. You know what I mean? Because, you know, a female messing with two or three dudes. So some and, and, and a mixture of alcohol, which which, which that that triggers the, the effect anywhere, you know. So but for the most part, you know, the bike set try to be the lowrider set. They try to be a mature audience with a mixture of, 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 of all kind of gang members and things of that nature who matured enough to not be tripping off gang stuff. But um, at the same time, on the flip side, some of these motorcycle groups do get into it with other motorcycle groups, and it, it it causes a beef within two clubs and shit. That's like gang banging. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let me see if I could play the rest of this clip here uh, to get the rest of the story. Here we go. Brad, Jenny, the sheriff pointed out of those 12 people who were arrested, those suspects, only one person is local. Last weekend was a major weekend for Augusta with two events happening in the city. But he says they had no way of knowing that the shooters were crossing the state line to do harm. We didn't know that trouble was coming to our city. We didn't know trouble was already in our city. A big weekend in Augusta. From the Augusta Air Show's 20-year return to the music event of the year, Mayfest. Both events a success, but not long after, the sheriff's office was responding to a mass shooting in East Augusta on Sandbar Ferry Road and East Boundary. It's right where the Outcast Motorcycle Club is located. That beef, he says, started in another state and played out during the Outcast cookout. It's our belief that this incident stemmed from an incident that recently occurred in Florida involving the outcast and the thug riders came to Augusta in retaliation to that incident. The sheriff's office arrested and charged 12 people with murder and aggravated assault. You see 10 people on your screen now of those 12. Four were taken to the hospital. Three remain there. Two people died from the shooting. Four of the suspects were members of the Outcast Motorcycle Club, and eight were members of Thug Riders. All right. Hey, I wonder if this was the uh, the Black Motorcycle Crew. <laughs> I was looking today on you. I was thinking the same day. Yeah. Versus, versus the White Motorcycle Crew. I I think the black motorcycle crew, the th uh, I never heard of these guys, the Thug Riders. Right, right. Florida, did they ride, did the brothers in Florida ride all the way to Georgia to get some get back? Well, I don't know if it was the brothers or who came from Florida, but whoever came from Florida, they came to get some get back, bro. You know what I mean? They definitely came down there, you know, all the way from Florida on their bikes, you know, rode out there, man. And, you know, but I guess the, the, the outcast was out there and they put in some work or something while they was down there. This this is this is this is um uh, this is classic uh you know hood shit on motorcycles. But these dudes aren't even gang members though, Alex. You know what I mean? Like they not street members. These dudes, I know the outcasts. I, the, most of them is military. You know, so um it just goes to show you that you you know could not even have a street background. But when you hook up with these motorcycle clubs, you know, and you become basically in some part uh, you know a gang per se. You know. 
Yeah, so eight, eight of these people are from one of the motorcycle crews and four of the uh, are from the other one. So my guess is that uh, uh, the uh, it's hard to say, but uh, yeah, it's hard to say, man. Yeah, it's hard to say, but um, hey, it just it's, it sounds like some classic gang banging, but it's from crossing state lines. Yeah, but that's going to cause that's going that's going to bring another set of charges, you know what I mean? That cross state line, you know, or if they feel that outcast went down there and did some across state lines, you know, that's going to be an extra charge. You know, if I'm not believing they got these dudes on on, on a lot of counts, you know what I mean? Uh, each person got 14, 13 counts of something. So so some going to stick, you know what I mean? Hey, you remember the one we spoke about this before, the 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 shooting that happened in Texas between two motorcycle crews. Um, I don't know how many people got killed, but they arrested like 100 guys. Yeah, and, I remember that. And they end up dropping charges against all of them because no one, no one spoke. Nobody told, homie. Nobody spoke on and they all got away. Yeah. Um, yeah, because in these incidents, it's hard to pin down who was the shooter, who was the victim, who was, you know, I mean, you could tell who the victim if somebody was shot. But, you know, you you know, it's when the 20 people shooting at 20 people who actually was doing the shooting, you know. So um, it's hard to 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 get that in a court of law without somebody telling who, who it was. And since nobody spoke, they they, they couldn't even press uh, forward with the charges, you know, which is rare. I gave them super props on that. This situation right here is unfortunate, man, because at the same time, man, when a man go out, especially myself, go out to ride my motorcycle, Alex, just to go out, man, and let my hair blow in the wind, bro, and, you know, and, and have a good time, man, and you know what I mean, and, 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 and you know, not for violence. You know, I, I do like to congregate, you know, uh, places where other motorcycle people frequent, you know what I mean, but at the same time, like you say, you know, everybody there want to make it back home to their family, homie, want to make it back home to, you know, go to work so they can pay their mortgage and do what they got to do. But unfortunately, you know, uh, uh, as as in other places, you know, bullshit kick off. Yeah, it's always risky when you have former former bloods and former crips together. Now, most of the time, nothing happens. Everything goes cool. You're dealing with people that are 40 and over most of the time. But there's like maybe one out of 20 times you bring Bloods and Crips in the same space, something going to pop off, you know. And and that's why I, I kind of like don't like going to some of those motorcycle uh, venues um, that they have down on Broadway. And they're always throwing parties. I've been to a couple of them, but it's just too risky for me to, um, to, to pop up at these spots. No, I feel you. But at the same time, Alice, it's not usually the dudes who own the motorcycle set. It's dudes who come up to the motorcycle set. You know what I mean? Dudes, gang members that's bored. Let's go up here and see who in our hood at this motorcycle function. That's how it go. Most of the motorcycle clubs know these same dudes as in other motorcycle clubs because you see them time and time again at everybody function. Not to mention, I believe everybody club mostly is integrated with Bloods and Crips. You know what I mean? So when you're in a situation like that, you're going to ride with your club member before you just riding you know, on some other dudes because they're opposite gang member. You know what I mean? Now, if somebody, now I've been hanging out with some club dudes that I ride, you know, hang out with, and some of the homies then came up there, don't even own bikes, don't got nothing to do with the motorcycle scene, on some gang banging shit. You know what I mean? And I'll step forward, check this out, homie, this ain't, for the, homie, this motorcycle shit. You know what I mean? If you want a gang, there's plenty of gang bangers out in LA. You know what I mean? And, you know, but, but, but sometimes, you know, that's, that's what happens, bro. It's a lot of time gangbangers come up to the motorcycle functions it's not the dudes who actually in the biker and in, in the bike clubs against each other 
Yeah, uh, it's a, it's always the outside agitator, and that's what that's what I mean. Is that there's no control of you know, like I I don't own a bike, but I'll be invited to these spots and they be having right, parties, right, right. you know. But I'm not an agitator. I'm not an agitator, but I know if I'm invited, that means that the next guy's invited, and you know, you never know which outside agitator is going to be there to stir the pot up. Um, but all right, um, hey, let's go into this last story, man. This was the tragedy out in uh, Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, as long as we got guns in America, as long as we got that Second Amendment, um, as long as there's nothing to stop someone with a mental a mental case to buy a gun. The only thing that could stop you to buy a gun is a a felony conviction. But if you're crazy in the freaking head and and everybody knows it, you can you could pull up to pretty much any gun shop and buy a gun. But uh, they won't sell you a gun, F.G., but they'll sell this dude. I don't know if he. I'm just saying. I don't know if he, this guy went and bought a gun. But I'm assuming he's not a convicted felon. But they'll sell. They'll sell Kim Brady character. What kind of damn name is that in the first place? Kim Brady. Uh, they'll sell Kim Brady a gun, um, so he can go in the streets of Philadelphia and gun down five people. But they won't let FG go buy a gun legally because he got caught up in a ridiculous, uh, stupid drug transaction back in. 2004. I know. I know that ain't your only um, one, but I'm just re- referring to that one. That you mm-hmm. got a felony conviction, they won't let you get a gun. I believe that we we need to give ex felons, um, if they've been clean for 15 years, they should be able to get their gun rights back. But that's a that's a whole other topic. But right. uh, but uh, they let this brother buy a gun, man, and he went and killed. Uh, I think five people. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. You know. Uh, 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 Including a two-year-old and a 13-year-old, bro. You know what I mean? And that's where, you know, I ain't, I ain't taking, you know, murder innocent people, man, you know, is as tragic as as it is, man. But when you get to talking about them kids, man, you know, I get a little, you know, um, upset about that, man. You know what I mean? You, can knock, you knock down a two-year-old, bro. You knock down a 13-year-old kid, homie, who haven't even got a chance to understand life yet, you know? And, and uh I'm not taking nothing from the, the street aspects as far as low rider clubs and motorcycle things. I know in certain shootings that, that people be grown, people do be ex-members, you know. But when you get to just talking about people jumping out in innocent places, you know, and, and, and gunning down innocent people, man, you know, uh, um, this shit is tragic, man. This shit is tragic, you know. And the cold part about it is, you know, now they want to start talk about the mental aspect of this guy. But there wasn't no mental aspect when he was able to go buy these guns. His family knew that he was getting a little crazier and crazier by the day. Nobody jumped in, Alex, and and, and, and gave no warning, you know. And, and unfortunately, man, this dude went out on the streets and just started knocking some things down. And they were able to arrest him. Um arrest him, you know, after he didn't kill five people, you know, they was able to arrest him, you know, but yeah, it was an unfortunate event over there, man. All right, let me play this uh, short clip from the local uh, Philadelphia news there. Uh, here we go. But the big story on Action News at noon is the suspect in the deadly mass shooting in the city's King Sessing neighborhood charged with five counts of murder. In his first court hearing today, 40-year-old Kim Brady Carricker was charged with a total of 11 offenses. Five people were killed in that attack on Monday night. We also learned today that the 33-year-old mother and four children that survived the rampage were all riding in the same white Jeep. Action News reporter Corey Davis is following the investigation. The accused shooter in this case appeared in court by video conference and sat quietly as the judge read off the serious charges. 
Locked up and held without bail, 40-year-old Kim Brady Carriker is now charged with five counts of murder, several counts of attempted murder, and a number of other charges, including carrying a firearm without a valid permit. The judge saying in court, quote, public safety is clearly an issue. There are no set conditions to ensure the safety of the community. Detectives say Carriker went on a rampage Monday night, shooting seven people seemingly at random, killing five of them. Action News obtained security video being used in the investigation believed to show the shooter firing a high-powered rifle toward an SUV at the corner of 56th Street and Chester Avenue in the city's King Sessing section. Investigators say a 33-year-old mother sustained cuts to her eye after the suspect fired into a Jeep Cherokee she was driving. We now know a 10-year-old was in the passenger seat and was not injured. Two two-year-olds were in the back. One of them shot in the leg. The other sustained cuts from shattered glass. Investigators now telling us an officer jumped into the Jeep and drove all of them to Penn Presbyterian Hospital. Action News was there as officers looked into the shattered windows of the SUV parked outside of the emergency room. Families of victims who died are expressing their heartbreak and frustration, including the mother of 22-year-old Lashad Merritt. You need a ride. You need a ride in jail, you know? You need to, because that was wrong. For a person that's not out here in these streets, just going to get a snack, it, it, it breaks my heart. I don't know what's wrong with people nowadays. I don't know. District Attorney Larry Krasner says investigators expect to be able to say more about this case now that the arraignment is over. We're expecting to hear from the district attorney later this afternoon. The next court hearing is later this month. Reporting here in Center City, Corey Davis, Channel 6 Action News. All righty. You saw how crazy that looked when he was um, when he was just walking down the street, that, that footage of him. Man, and he man, just, just, he just, he just fire, aired, man. Yeah, he aired that car out. But um, the issue here is um, mental health. And I, I don't think there's any laws against people that are suffering from mental illness to go buy a gun. I don't know if there's maybe there's a couple states that prevent it, but there's really no way to monitor it. It's like if you're a convicted felon. You're in the database. You are in the computer. So when you whoop out your ID to go buy a gun, they're going to tell you, nope, you can't do it. But there's no system like that for people who are mentally ill, who maybe have been to the hospital before, who may have had 5150 holds. Hey, if you've had a 5150 hold in the past, that should prevent you from um, owning any firearms or guns. No doubt. I, I agree with you on all that, Alex. That That's a good measure of, uh, of prevention. But at the same time, man, you still, if you got money to buy a gun at the store, you got money to buy a gun on the black market. You know what I mean? They selling ARs out here, bro. You know what I mean? And, 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 uh, and, um, so I, it's, it's, it's damn near unstoppable, you know, cause if he didn't get it at the store, he could have went and got it from Pookie Nim. You know what I mean? He might've had to pay a hundred extra more dollars, but he could have got it, you know? And uh, it's unfortunate, though, that uh, mental illness can 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 take you this route, you know, take you to the violent route, take you to the want to murder somebody route before uh, somebody else see it as and, and, and try to, you know, protect you, arrange you in or get you some help. You know, unfortunately, uh, by the time is people want to help, it's too late. You you to murder five people, you know. So um, like, the you know, I, I understand the lady is saying her son was gunned down, not doing nothing, you know, um, she would like to see this guy rot in jail, but but I believe this guy been rotting on the inside of his mind probably for years and nobody knew, you know. So um, no amount of jail time is going to 
um, fix the mind state that he have, you know, um, and it's unfortunate, you know. Well, I think anybody that knew this dude and um, I just found this photo of him uh, just just from the looks of this photograph. It looks like that this guy may have been struggling with his sexuality. This is a photo of the dude, Kim Brady Carricker. Now, I don't know what kind, kind of name Kim Brady is. That might be uh, a name that he started using, but it looks like he was, um, I don't know, struggling. Is, is this him? Yeah, this is a picture that they found of him. And I, I found a few pictures of this guy. Mm -hmm. And I'll post this on the Instagram page for all of our listeners that are listening to us on Spotify, iHeart, and all the other podcast platforms. Just go to the Street and Scholars Instagram, and you will see this photo of Kim Brady Carricker, um, the alleged the alleged gunman, gun person. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's why I was saying gun person because I'm, I'm I'm a little confused a little bit. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna have to. Hey, you know we're gonna we can't even say these terms anymore, like gunman or you know he's not a gunman. Yeah, yeah you gotta say gun person. He's you know what person. I mean? Because I'm not sure from this picture. I, I'm, you know, um, I, I I don't know, you know. But at the same time, unfortunately, this person is the one. You know, they're saying behind the shooting, and man, innocent people lost their lives, man, because this this person work woke up one day, bro, and. And said, "This is what I'm gonna go do," and they went out there and did it, man. And that's 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 wild. Yeah, and I don't think there's any, there's no real solution to this problem that we have with mass shootings. Now, you said that you know you can just pretty much get a gun from anybody, but how many times have we heard of these shootings? They were committed with guns that were purchased by the shooter himself, which is crazy. So maybe some, maybe some of these could have been prevented if the shooter wasn't able to just easily go buy three or four guns. Um, it's you know I know it's you can go on the streets and get it, but sometimes uh, there these country white guys that are from the middle of Colorado and they don't have the same access that you and I have. Right, right, right. No, I got you. I got to understand that. Yeah, we, we could walk out our front porch. And, <laughs> right, 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 and, right. And, and order any street gun. <laughs> right, right. But um, so, so yeah, you got a point there. You know, but like you say, man, it's listen. Gun people are in the the the, the business to sell guns. Their whole thing about it is, Alex, unfortunately, if you check out, they not finna look no further. You know what I mean? You can be coming in and looking crazy as you want to be. If you check out, they going to sell you that gun, bro. That's what they're there to do. You know what I mean? If you ever notice when you walk in a gun store, they got guns on their hips in the store. You know what I mean? So they they ready for your bullshit. They just going to sell you that gun going gun out there and about your business. But unfortunately, uh, you know, they not going to take the extra precaution because they, they, they in the selling guns, you know? Um man it's this world is so crazy bro it's just hard to say how can we put a stop to this i just don't think you can you know and it's it's, it's unfortunately you know unless you um make some outrageous crazy laws but it wouldn't even affect this dude because he was able to legally go buy a gun see if you say okay every any felon get caught with a gun getting 20 years it wouldn't affect this guy you feel me so you know um so this still would have happened so making that law don't don't make it no better you know it's just what do you do? There's there's really nothing you can do because we have the freedom. The, the, the freedom comes with a cost. So we got the freedom to buy guns. We got the freedom to have guns. We want all this freedom with with very little restrictions. Okay, that's fine. But every once in a while, we're going to have somebody, you know, run through the streets of your your favorite town 
and kill a few people. Like we, we talked about the one that happened in Buffalo where the, where the white dude went to a black community, found him a black supermarket and killed 10 black people in a matter of like, what, two, three minutes when he ran up in that supermarket. You know, that that comes with freedom. You cannot stop a dude that wakes up and says, you know what, I'm about to go to the Ralph's market and I'm going to try mm-hmm. to kill me as many people as possible today. You can't stop it. It's just it, it exists within our society and there's nothing we can do about it, man. I don't know if that sounds cynical, but I feel like it's realistic and, and you can't you can't legislate it away. You cannot legislate this problem away. Right, right. No, no doubt. You know, and it also goes with, you know, because we could talk about the numbers on how many mass shootings it is, you know, from legal gun owners and things of that nature. We could also talk about tied into here. What they don't talk about are the numbers that we don't have, Alex, is the numbers of people who commit suicide with their own gun. You know, um, that's another gun death. You know, now don't get me wrong. You didn't k- kill anybody else. But at the same time, just just gun owners who shooting themselves, you know, so legal guns are behind a lot of murders you know uh so so like you say how you stop it man well here's the 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 easiest way to stop it is for every law-abiding citizen to be strapped so that when you see that crazy dude in philadelphia walking down the street pulling out that ar-15 pointing and shooting up traffic you pull your gun out and you dome him and at least you save the the lives that he would have killed if you weren't present. That's the only way for everybody that that's every legal citizen to have a gun. I know that some people disagree with that because it creates like a wild, wild west situation. But I don't think that legal people with guns are are irresponsible. You know, I think most of them are responsible gun owners. I would have liked to see uh, somebody out there shooting um this dude definitely deserved to be shot, even though he was suffering from mental illness. But he, his mental illness took him to the level of killing other people. Therefore, you need to get killed at that point. And if somebody was out there with a legal gun and sh- shooting him, stopping him, uh, then he would have saved, you know, uh, maybe two or three lives. Yeah, it, it, it's possible, bro. You know, but like I say, this is a solution. I mean, this is a problem that we keep seeing uh, persistently seeing you know, in all states, you know, of all colors, all races, you know what I mean? Um, some hit the news more than other, but this stuff is happening more often than we know. And at the end of the day, this is one thing that I, 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 I'm, I'm stumped. I can't put my finger on where to begin to curve it, you know, and I don't think uh, the judicial system or the legislators or the, you know, the congressmen, I don't think they have a real solution either because of the freedom like you spoke on earlier. So all we can do, I believe, is hope that, you know, these things be kept to a minimum, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, the gun violence is curbed. Now you have things of this nature with the mental illness. Then you have the things in, in almost every state with the with the with the gang violence, you know. So you have these guns making. Uh, what's up, Sam? I see you in there. How you doing? Um, we had these things and so many um, variations, Alex, that. You know, guns in particular, man, you know, and, 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 and young cats with them, you know, is, 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 is you go do the numbers, man. We losing a lot of lives behind gun violence in, as a totality. The other solution is if um, some engineers, some bioengineers can come up with some sort of drug protocols that help people's brains get rewired that are suffering from mental illness. Because most of the time when you have a mental illness issue, there's something wrong with your the chemistry of your brain. And if they if they can solve that solution, which is uh, you know, th- they'd become billionaires if if they could uh, you know, cure 
cure mental illness? Because I, I think most people that do these mass shootings are suffering from mental illness. Do you think any normal, regular folks decide that I'm so upset today? You know, I'm not suffering from mental illness. I'm just angry. How many people do this out of anger that are not suffering from mental illness? I don't know the numbers, but I think most people are suffering from mental illness. But there could be a couple of people that are just I'm so angry. I'm on one today. I'm about to go kill me some people. No, no doubt. I, I'll get you on that one. But let me take this in the, or take this into consideration. You know, it's a lot of people out there who say if they did come up with this super drug to say, OK, we got something to curb mental illness to not make people feel violent and things of this nature. And it don't slow you down and it don't, you know, stop you from functioning. We, we, we created the perfect solution. How many people, Alex, are willing to even go get the free dosage if that was possible? How many people are going to willingly admit or how many people with mental illness know that they're mentally ill? You know, so that would be the first thing first for somebody to step up and say, man, I'm, I, I feel I'm mentally ill because I believe mentally ill people don't feel like they they different. You know, they only thinking what they mind is, is is telling them, you know what I mean? So um, that would be a whole nother thing. So uh, now don't get me wrong. You know, as I know, back in the day when Reagan started shutting down the mental institutions and taking money, this this stuff started snowballing since then. I don't know. A lot of people might not be old enough to remember that, but he started taking funding from mental illness, uh, uh, um, having people go to uh, uh, having having communities where they would, you know, treat the mental. They all on the street now. And they just letting them be out there. You know what I mean? So you see it every day at every gas station, bro. You know what I mean? We, and, we, and we got so used to it, man. They just walk by screaming and cussing and we just don't pay it no mind. We go on about our day. When back in the day, you know, you could make a call, somebody would come take them to a facility where they'll get evaluated and get the proper medication and get back on their feet. They they not even taking them into the, uh, the to the facilities no more. They just letting them wander the street. So unfortunately, man, that we have to deal with this. And this is all across America, man, from from from, like I say, Philadelphia to, from, to L.A. And 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 you go to every grocery store and go in the back and there's people back there camped out. Ten, these people, a lot of them are mentally ill and they get no help. So at the same time, once you start addressing, you know, um, the people that you can help, you know, ain't nothing going to give. And then also there's there's a whole lot of mentally ill people that are nonviolent. Like they, they would they would never do anything on the level that this guy did in Philadelphia. So then that that poses another challenge is a differentiating between the mentally ill that are nonviolent and the ones that um, are have the potential to do violence. I remember I knew this. I knew this actor dude that was on this show called um, Ray Donovan. And um, one day he was at Starbucks and he had a mental health crisis and uh, the LAPD ended up taking him. Um, to some place in East LA and I ended up going to pick him up and I, I knew this young this young brother he was a really nice guy but he was suffering but I never got the sense that he was violent like I never got that sense yeah, like, yeah. Like, but who knows maybe one day he would I, I you know I, I'm not a professional or expert in this field that could determine this is a nonviolent guy. This is a violent guy. But um, that's a whole nother challenge, man. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if we'll, we'll be able to get that that situation solved anytime soon. But yeah, man, uh, um, it, there's a lot of money to be made for for people that could solve this solution, cure this solution, I would say. Uh, but I don't know how easy that is. Very complex. The brain is one of the uh, most complex organs. And we, we, we only know about 5% of the brain. With all the technology we have now, we still don't understand all of the brain. So I don't see this problem getting solved anytime soon, FG. 
No, nah, no doubt, you know, but just while we on the subject and for the listeners that we got out there, man, listen, man, if you got family members, you got kids, you got nephews, you got brothers that you feel is having some kind of uh, uh, mental issues, mental illness issues, bro, talk to them. You know, I know they don't, it, it's not a comfortable talk, you know what I mean? But talk to them, man. See if you can get them to get evaluated. See if you can get them to get some help. You know what I mean? I've been in a situation before with friends and family. You know what I mean? And I just happen to be, you know, the, you know, I've always been, you know, vocal, but everybody is not. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's a hard issue to talk about, Alex, but sometimes you got to, you know, for the ones, especially if, if you if you know they worth it, you know, get them some help, get them to get evaluated, you know. And 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 I know a lot of us not into the medication thing, you know. But at the same time, some of this, it, it, some of it does help. I've seen it work, you know. I've seen it change people and bring them back to regular status, you know. And nobody, none of us, none of us, a hundred percent. We all, you know. Uh, um, but at the same time, and get your people some help. Have that hard talk with them and see if you can get them to listen and, and get them down there to get 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 evaluated. Hey, my wife believes that. All of us are somewhere on, <laughs> right, on the right, 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 right. We're all on the spectrum. <laughs> we all on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that same thing, man. Like, oh, y'all crazy, man. You know, some of y'all know how to control it better than others. I get all that, but, but now you know we talking about the ones who can't control it. You know, the ones who can't make a rational decision. In, 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 in hard moments, you know, get them some help, bro. Help them out, you know, get get on your folks. You can't make, can't save everybody, but get at your peoples, man, you know, see if you can get them some help. Well, um, condolences to all the victims in Philadelphia, man. Um, and the, there's some in the hospital that are, are in critical condition. So the, the death count might go up in that one. And uh, hey, where can the people tap in with you, FG? Man, tap in with me at FG Unleashed, man. I'm over there. You know, I put out videos slow, but you know what I mean? I try to be true to what I do, though. But uh, make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. That's what y'all not doing. Hit the subscribe button, man. Hit the like button on the video. Bring it into the algorithm. Hit me up on uh, F General one on Instagram like y'all doing, you know, sending me videos and things of that nature. I appreciate y'all. And uh, you could tap in with me at Alex Alonso 101. Also, if uh, if you're into that show Trafficked on Nat National Geographic Channel, I'm on an episode of Traffic. And if you're into this uh, other show called America's Most Evil on Reels TV, I'm on an episode of that show, which I don't like that show because of the title America's Most Evil. But uh, a friend of mine that was producing on it asked me to do a favor. And I was like, no, nah, okay. I don't like that show, dude. I don't, I don't even like the title because <laughs> they, they talking about like folks like we know and they're calling it America's Most Evil. But you can tap in on those two shows. And then on um, YouTube, I'm at Street TV. And make sure you check out um, some of the video clips that I'll be posting there. And thanks for tapping in with another fire episode of Streets and Scholars. Yeah.